legitimately like I no. <laughs> it's not feasible. No. Oh man, well I kind of wish we would have been recording through all the anime talk we were just doing, but you can start over. You won't hear much from I'm about me, to though, say. But... I have no idea. What we want. Give me time to like think about the next thing I'm going to say later. There you go. Something. Some smart no, ass quip. I uh I just finished watching also after the, I've already said this three times. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think it's the Juji Ito Junji Ito like horror series. It's yeah. like super popular. I'm gonna be honest with you. I like horror. Okay. But in anime, it just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's not scary. Really, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon. Uh. I can't. I can't get. I can't feed into it. If they were to like transition them into like a live action thing then they'd be absolutely terrifying but the 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 fact that it's an anime i'm just like yeah it's not real <laughs> i can't even buy into they're it they're all into live action reboots now so it doesn't it'll, prob- it'll probably happen hey guillermo del toro if you're listening pick up that anime series <laughs> cuz that's that's what i want i think regardless of whatever um medium it is if it's horror I'm not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to another and Cheeky and Blood mm-hmm. Sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. So, yeah, I avoid horror like anything really. That's fair. Fucking love it. The spoopier the better. So I liked horror a lot more when I was younger and mm-hmm. I just I, like we said earlier, I think I got a little desensitized to it. Jaded now? Jaded now, yeah. jaded <laughs> now are you? Well, I've seen a few movies, more recent movies, but for the most part I just stick to the old yes. stuff. We uh, one, of, one Punch Man and One Punch Man is great. Right. Anyways, listener, this is not a uh, anime podcast, even though sometimes I wish it were. <laughs> Yet, <laughs> he said, "Yeah, this is a podcast within a podcast," as Nick would say. Um, but yeah, we're just gonna open up the show. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris, and today we are here with them dang old boys, two of the boys <laughs> from Indomitable. Did I say that right? Yeah. I'm always it's you such got a it on it's, first su- draw it's too. such a weird word. Like the more you look at it, you're more like that's not spelled right. That's on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> he said we do that on purpose to give people anxiety. I tried to get it changed when I joined, but oh, <laughs> no, it's all cool. I like it now. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> By now, anyway. He <laughs> said it's grown on me. Yeah, it did. It did. I've got a little gimmick behind. Oh, hey, look at who showed up. <laughs> Just in time, we just, dude. We just started, so you're all right. No, you're cool. I got, I got new tires, and cool. they couldn't find them. It turns out they set them to the side because they knew I was coming today, but they didn't remember. Mm. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this right now. You get new tires more than anyone I've ever well, met. I don't, I don't know. always buy brand new. Oh, okay, that That's makes sense. I understand that. Yeah, so I was like, man, Not this me. motherfucker <laughs> seems like he's getting new tires every four months. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> he's actually he's got another persona. He's actually a street racer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> in my Jeep picture. <laughs> I don't win a lot. That's why I don't get. That's why I don't get brand new tires. <laughs> I can't afford them. Jesus. <laughs> that's funny. Oh my it, god. Introduce yourself. Real quick. Oh, we literally I'm just ne- started. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah, listener, if you didn't know, we have a third person here. His name's Nick. Nick. You know, long-time listener, first-time. <laughs> <laughs> Speed Racer Nick is here to <laughs> here to join us. That, I think yeah. we found your new nickname in the Speed chat. Racer Speed Nick. Racer Nick. <laughs> it's a highly underrated show. I just want to put that out there. Well, my dad loved that show. Dude. And, like, it used to be on... I think it was TNT real late at night. Sometimes they was do, it? like, an old, like, block of, like... Um, uh, Doctor Huffle, Puff and stuff, Puff and stuff, and they'd show old stuff, and mm. he was like, "Oh, this was my favorite show as a kid," and I'd watch it. I was like, 
Dad, this is garbage. <laughs> Dad, you're really this is so bad. You go, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here actually enjoying the show, and <laughs> I mean, it's also like I at that time I was I was an avid cartoon consumer. That's fair. And then they show me this anime from like 1950, and I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, this is terrible. Like the the mouth doesn't even sync up with the, the audio. Like never once bothered no. me. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad uh, for a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. I grew up watching a lot of the uh, like Japanese films and stuff like that on yeah. martial arts, or uh, you know Jackie Chan too, Chinese. Hell oh, but yeah. But I grew up. Uh, Drunk, uh, drunken master that was one of my favorites but a lot police story uh, but a lot I fucking but love police he story. was the tangent i went on with watching you know any a lot mm-hmm. of martial arts films and nothing ever lined up with the mouse or anything i didn't care about that i didn't care if i understood it i just wanted to learn yeah i love how, <laughs> i love like the wacky just throw fists and make all the crazy noises <laughs> the you props. can find the shout props. out to kung fu hustle yes. <laughs> amazing movie absolutely absurd so did you ever watch those like old cult movies cartoon movies like the secret of nim no. Or Five Goes West. No, yeah, no I love that. Kind of. <laughs> well, it's like they're really, really dark. Fern Gully. Cartoon. No, Fern that's Gully. not. No, Fern Gully was dark. No, no, no. It's like there's like a specific kind. It's like an, they're like all '80s cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, oh fuck. Like cartoons, like a series, or like movies. They're movies. Oh, I mean, Fern Gully's a movie. No, but for bro, those <laughs> deforestation machines scared the shit out yes. of me. Bro, so scary. The, the glue. Sad as a kid. Fucking scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it scared me really bad. Thank you, Fern Gully, for helping me appreciate the planet that I live on. <laughs> oh, um, what's that rabbit movie where like they? Um... You told Roger me about rabbit? this, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really like yeah, it's like shit. a war. You told me about that. We looked it up, but I don't remember what, what it's called. What the fuck is this? Well, um, <laughs> something down. Water, water. Oh, Watership Down. Watership there Down. Have you seen the cartoon version yeah. of that? That kind of style of movie. Is that, were you saying like cult, cult following? Yeah. There, that's what you, okay. Yeah. See, I was trying to think of like a bunch of this like What's weird called Watership Down? Shit. I have to like Google and see what kind of animation style you're talking about. Yeah. It, like when you see it, you'll recognize it, but okay. there's a kind of animation that they don't use now. I don't know yeah. if this is going to make sense, but it's like more of a mature style. It's yeah. not cartoony mm-hmm. or like super animation-y. But it's, it's really dark. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And Watership Down is like, oh, it looks crazy. sad. Yeah, it's really it sad. Yeah, it was like middle school. Yeah. It's like a war movie, but it's like dueling bunnies. clans of rabbits that are like oh killing goodness. each other. I mean, it's good animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, look at the Secret of Nim. For kids. It's N I M H. It's like where they do lab um, experiments on rats and mice, and then the rats and mice become intelligent. But obviously, thousands of them die, that's and then, that's what the sec- Nim is supposed to be—the corporation that did the experiments on mm, them. But mm. the rats end up going back into their lives because they escape. The cover is very deceiving. Yeah, it is not a happy. <laughs> not a happy yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah, it's really dark. Mm-mm. Anyway, wow. have we yeah. introduced our guests? No, we we were just getting ready. I was just getting ready to ask them to go around and introduce themselves. Mysterious and laughs. In. They're like, we're here a lot more than three people. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has multiple personalities besides being speed racer. Yes, <laughs> and my, my, talking uh, once. I am bipolar, so both of me's are here today. So. <laughs> if you would be so kind as to uh, introduce yourselves and tell us what uh, instrument you play. Oh, we're looking at me first. All right. 
Uh, I'm Isaiah Peltz, and I do the vocals, the zombie croaks and banshee shrieks and nice all that nice stuff. Zombie croaks and what? banshee shrills and Not my words. <laughs> and I am Jazz Green, otherwise known as Commander of the Thick Strings, also known oh, as the bass. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best name we've heard on the show. Thank yeah. you. I, it really took a lot of work. Speed Racer Nick did it all the time for very long. <laughs> <laughs> you have to convince everybody, hey, like now can you please call me that name that I, I mean, came up with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Zilla, the mic killer. That's mine. And you're the bass player, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. I'm having deja vu. Sometimes we'll, we'll say really? that. Yeah. Oh. Everything that you just said, I had deja vu about it. Oh. We've been just here now. Before. We've done this before. Well, this is time isn't actually. We're incepted right now. We're incepted. Time isn't linear the way we perceive it. Everything that exactly. will happen has already happened. We are just waiting for it to My happen. Father was a watchmaker. It. He abandoned it when Einstein proved that time was relevant. Relevant or relative? Relative, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> oh, no, I got booed by legs. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the first question we'd like to ask our guests is, why do we rake leaves? leaves? They're fucking leaves. You know? I don't. I refuse to do it. That shit like, pisses me off. i the soil. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, it takes a minute for them to decompose. Yeah, but they're leaves, dude. Yeah, but then if you let they them sit, the rake, they kill man. your yard. That's what a mower is for. I refuse to rake my leaves. I literally just went on a tangent about this to my fiance. <laughs> I refuse to do it because all my neighbors up. are Here old, and they do it, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to be part of this. Because <laughs> not gonna get. I'm 23 it. and I have a job and other shit to do. <laughs> Raking leaves is not on my priority list. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Sucks, my uh, my dad used to get mad at me. Um, when I was younger, because he'd give me chores to do, but right. I was friends with many of the kids in my neighborhood, so I would uh, recruit them to help me do my chores, <laughs> and my dad hated it. He'd be like, I told you to do those chores. I'm like, Dad, this is showing management capabilities, and I'm recruiting others to help me get a job. Smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. It is. What do you there mean? Because <laughs> my friends would come over, like, hey, you want to play? Like, nah, I can't, I got to do these chores. I was like, but if you help me get them done, we can get this done sooner, we can all go. And they'd be like, all right. I would hate you later in life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to them anymore, and I think there's a reason. So sure. we used to have like these. Uh, my parents' property has multiple flower beds, mm. and one of the flower beds we share with the other neighbor. Our yard is huge, and it like wraps around the back of the house. And we used to have like 30, 40 trees in the front yard growing mm. up. And my neighbor's front yard is very fucking small. Okay. <laughs> so all the all the leaves that they get, they push off to the side and oh, my bastards. mother would make me clean out the fucking bushes that were in their yard that shared our, you know, our flower bed every year and I hated it. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is like I couldn't really do anything about it cuz they're like, "Well, the leaves look really bad and I'm like it's too bad that they don't do their shit, but I want to make sure that the flower beds not good, so go go clean the bushes too." And I'm like, I already have to rake after 40 fucking trees, <laughs> cedar trees, dude. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore, but I still had to do it. So. At least they weren't like walnut trees because that's just a lot of pickup. Mm. They're like over time, they started like chopping them down and everything. And there's a lo- obviously a lot more, you know, open lawn, but it was awful. Like you would have leave bush, like piles like the size of this room. Mm-mm. That sounds kind of fun. Which is fun <laughs> if you and your friends all get to jump in it, and it's not great when you're one single person with one rake having to push all of that shit to the backyard. So my stepdad's old house used to be on a hill, and we'd we rake up all the leaves into a tarp 
Mm-hmm. And then we had to do that like multiple times and then drag it up the hill. Or if we had somebody to help, then we can get a pickup truck and we just carry the tarp, load it into the back, and then drive it up to the front or by the street and then mm-hmm. dump it. But it was a very tedious process. It was all uphill, so it was a lot of fun. Mowing was fun, too. I was always super annoyed that all the trees in my family's yard were in the front, but we burned all our leaves in the back. That's exactly. So I had to always haul <laughs> my work farther than I, sh- I needed to. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to see your burn pit right in your front yard. Because nah, we no. care so much about Look that, I can turn this business around. I mean, maximum that's, efficiency. That's, that's, that's a n- big no-no in the HOA handbook. I just want to say my actual disdain for raking leaves is just because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the root of all evil for me. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, that's not actually the first question we ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast. The first question we actually ask is, what was your first experience with live music? Whether it be a concert, a festival, an underground show, house show, whatever Mm. it may be, what was your first introduction? So I grew up around Logansport, which Mm -hmm. is this, at least on this side of the state, and there was a lot of uh, local shows, and even at that time, I didn't really even know what half the bands were. Like, there was a, I remember a couple bands, like a Failed Escape, uh, uh, wake the sleeper mm-hmm. it was just kind of ironic and have super heavy just dumb heavy and it was but i remember going like we had concerts like boondockers and failure fest and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i would just go with my friends and we'd go to these live shows and i remember getting grounded because i was in one of the pits for one of the shows and saying fuck yeah motherfucker my aunt heard me thank you and then <laughs> your I got aunt was at the little, show yeah and she ratted me out to my mom she's got really snitch. Right? I know. snitch you got snitches in your family dog i know yeah. she cool now she cool now uh, all is forgiven but uh people don't the first it. like <laughs> real concert ago. though is dropkick murphy's now awesome. that was awesome nice. yeah. they came to the murat here well not here but in indy mm-hmm. and it was with uh h2o and civet and that was just because my first music i got really mm-hmm. into that i actually pay attention who was playing what bands were were punk rock bands mm-hmm. and then from there just you know I saw, I saw Dropkick a couple times. And they were awesome. I went to school the next day, didn't take a shower or anything, and I was covered in beer. <laughs> like, I still smelled like beer and sweat from the concert because mm-hmm. I didn't even drink. It was just right, everyone's beers flying around. everywhere. Right, right, right. Dropkick Murphy's. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's get real. So how quickly did were you sent to the principal's office that day? No, I don't think anybody gave a shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool school you went to, Logan man. Fort sounds uh, like a fun place. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, uh, avoid at all costs. I'm not going to lie. I had to cheat and listen to a previous episode you guys did with Pickwick because I went to my first concert with Wes Holland, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the Mayday show. At Buck Cherry was headlining. Bullet for My Valentine was there. Seether. And uh, I think Sublime played as well. It was pretty dope. What an odd I was going to say, like, yeah. all the, the first three made sense. Yeah. But <laughs> even <is> still, <laughs> for some reason, I was just talking to Parker last night while we were watching the YMH live stream. Um, he mentioned some – He was. we were talking about Trapped and how they just recently got booted <laughs> off of all social media for hate speech. And I was telling him that when I was younger – it kind of makes me sad because when I was younger, like, Trapped was one of the first CDs I ever owned. Like, I liked their first album. Yikes. But now that I uh, know that he's a piece of garbage, it's uh, <laughs> not on my queue anymore. But I showed you that what happens if you Google him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the second, second picture, picture is... that shows up is is like a group picture, but there's a circle around him <laughs> as his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, he was telling me about this concert he saw with Puddle of Mud and Trapped and uh, Bullet for My Valentine. And I was like, what is up with Bullet for My Valentine getting thrown into these weird-ass <laughs> <Yeah>. lineups? <laughs> like Buck Cherry and Bullet? That does not make... Those are two very different we crowds. Another, yeah. We need another spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, call Old Faithful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bullet, you down to come over and play? It's because there's a They're few like, songs yeah, from each one that everybody can mutually... That's true. Yeah. I just wish Crazy Dude. Bitch would go away. I'm, yeah. I'm over it. That crazy bitch. The only Buck Cherry song I ever liked was uh, Cocaine. Everybody that, that. loves a little bit of cocaine. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's a blizzard, man. I kind of liked Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, okay. The I like Sorry. radio hit. Yeah. I'm sorry. And my yeah. teen angst listening yeah. to that yeah. every day. <laughs> I never really got into a Buck Cherry. Just like, nah. You're not missing radio. anything. Yeah, you're really not. You're doing all right. You should go to a bar. You should feel and... better about yourself, man. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're doing better than the rest of us. <laughs> That's the extent of my knowledge is the radio stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know three more songs than I care to know. Yeah. <laughs> three too much. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a, uh, so that was, it did, uh, you said you had cheated and listened to Pickwick. Was that mm-hmm. something that they, one of, one of them had said? Yeah, Wes, Wes Hall on the basis. Yeah. We were, we've been friends forever. We went to that show together. Him, me, Cole Chavez from Fleshbore. We oh, were all there. nice. Mm-hmm. Other Fleshbore on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not cheating if you listen to our show. <laughs> I mean, so I'm we yeah, encourage it. It's preparing. It's not cheating. Yeah. It's called research. You got to know what you're getting into. Right? Unfortunately, you've had many guests who are like, so how's this work? I'm like, oh, you didn't listen. <laughs> Just so you know, we're not super proficient. You're not, this isn't fucking like Live Nation or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> like that's exactly. it. We just like, we even... make jokes and we sometimes talk about your band. Sometimes we get sidetracked, <laughs> talk about eating penguins. You know, it happens. I'm all about it. I like when um, uh, my favorite is when a band who's like who's scheduled and they'll be like, we're gonna be on the Two Junkies podcast on this date, so tune in. It's not gonna be live. <laughs> <It's> we <not> are <laughs> not. Then we gotta good. message them privately yeah. and be like, yo, <laughs> I, I want to delete that. Yeah, the Jonah Hill. Yeah. <laughs> We're not good enough to do things live yet. I that and also it's kinda, you know, sometimes people say things in the moment where they're like, Oh, I wasn't supposed to talk about that. It's like, oh, I'll delete it in post, don't yeah. worry about it. So Nick, I just have to ask, are you still in love with me? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. That was not convincing at all. He's a liar. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, can I? So I don't think I know the story about why you two are in okay. a secret or related. Well, because um, <laughs> I uh, I messaged him the other day. He's like, You're, you guys are coming, right? Mm-hmm. And he sends me a uh, a gif of Spider Man like waving like. Hey, oh, yeah. and I said, Don't make me fall in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need it's any more Spider Man distractions. In his well, mind. I'm a Spider Man slut, so. <laughs> <laughs> we have literally had Shamelessly. so many conversations about Spider Man this year alone. Bro, Spider Man is, I mean, I would go as far to say the most popular superhero ever to be created. So. That's yeah, yeah. maybe that's only fair. rivaled by Batman, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, That's Fuck fair. That. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, Nick's getting, <laughs> Moving on. Nick's, um, Nick's getting agitated. So we're, uh, Thomas and Dakota are not with us right now, right? That no. is correct. Rest in no, peace. No, they are here. He They're said just Rip. Ghosties. <laughs> Actually, he did say he'd be here in spirit, so let me just make sure we'll call I got him right his. Now. We got to make sure he's here in spirit. I just want to make sure I have his ghost spirit with me. 
<laughs> in your pocket. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is in there. So I got Thomas. Well, I don't like, know where Dakota's at. It's like the flask. <laughs> <of little Mickey. laughs> yeah, the flask. Super devil juice. Give me some of that, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take it back all the way to the beginning. How sure. did Indomitable come to be? That's a question for the ghosties. Mm. They, the, Thomas and Dakota were in the garage for like, what, two, two years, years, they said? Mm-hmm. And it was just them. Couldn't find a bassist, couldn't find a vocalist. So they were OGs. Uh, so they were the OGs. conspirers of Indomitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They sat in the garage and worked out the skeleton of what is now the EP. Mm-hmm. And I, I added Thomas on Facebook because I was looking for a band for a long time. I used to be in a band called Flesh Season. Mm-hmm. And after we dissolved that, fuck, it took years to finally get another band because everybody that's good is either already taken or they're busy with you know work families, kids, families yeah. fucking mm-hmm. whatever fucking families <laughs> who needs it? get a dog yeah or a cat. exactly I, I say get a cat there we Got go three of them all right we'll talk about them later but uh you and i are gonna be friends i can already tell hell yeah there we go, buddy. <laughs> um fuck where was i uh, you had just departed from Flesh Season. You were looking for a band. Fucking fast forward years, years, years. I kept. I was on Facebook, and how I my saw networking is I just added anybody with the guitar or yep. drums in their fucking yep, picture, on the profile picture, you know. <laughs> and I added Thomas, and it was like the next day he posted something about needing a vocalist, and mm-hmm. I just commented on there, and we set up a day, and they liked me throwing myself around on the garage floor, and you know, wailing and mm-hmm. doing my thing, so. Then they asked me to join, and then what? How long was it after I joined? Maybe a few months, maybe like August, September, somewhere around there. Yeah, so yeah, it was only a few months after I joined. We still needed a bassist, and we were like going to say fuck it and play shows anyway, mm-hmm. and just figure it out. Somebody like, like us and join in, or whatever. No, not even. We were probably be fucking, better. If they just <laughs> we were just going to play, but it would not be anything near what we are now. But. Saw somebody and one of the musicians posted that they needed a bassist. And then I saw Jazz on there talking to somebody. And I'm an asshole. You came in and swooped this man from oh, the band? Oh, boy. Sorry, Relics. <laughs> but Damn. <laughs> he commented. I just said, hey, you want to try out for my band, Jazz? And then he's he in our band now. stole it. Yeah. Him. In the middle of their con- they were having conversation in the <laughs> comments. And I just went, whoop. Because I knew Jazz from the Into the Divine days. We, mm-hmm. When I was in Flesh Season, he was in Into the Divine, and we opened up for the Black Dahlia murder one time. Ooh. And that was like our bonding moment mm-hmm. slash the last moment we were on stage yeah. together before Indomitable. And then we got to share the stage again, but this time we were in the same band. Mm. And it was just, we had a mutual respect for each other, and we talked here and there, you know. Didn't, I can't say we were best friends along the way, but... Nah. We just chit chat <laughs> here and there, you know, life like, happens no. the best. The way you so. said that was so like charged with like Yeah, we used to fight all not, the time. I'm not gonna lie about <laughs> he, it. He kicks my ass, shoved me into a few lockers. Yeah. Beats my no. ass at Super Mario and then talks trash about it. We sent each other gifts on Pokemon Go and he yeah. didn't even realize it was me. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> Professional a few months mom. ago. I'm just, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you can send dude. gifts on Pokemon Go now? Oh, yeah. there's so much yeah. to do on Pokemon Bro, Go. I I played I for like today's three Magmar when it came Community down. Day. Yeah, I haven't played since. When it was all buggy and kept crashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I only played like first gen and oh, like sure. I have I'm so far behind. You're I'm missing just like out. at my work. You'd be surprised <laughs> how much I remember from being a kid and then going back and playing Pokemon, mm-hmm. you know, 
what, it was 2016 when Pokemon yeah. Go came out. Mm. Holy yeah. shit, it's been that long. Has now there's really so been? much shit to do. Yeah. Oh my god. Holy fuck. The summer of 2016. Damn. <laughs> what am there's I doing so with my life? There's so much to do on there now, and they made it more. Well, I guess a lot more easier to get shit done now because mm-hmm. of COVID. Mm-hmm. So now they know we can't interact. So now. Right. To trade with somebody, you can be within seven miles of somebody. Oh, no so shit. Like, so that now you don't have to be in the same room as somebody right. and make a trade. I have a buddy that goes to my apartment and he shows shows up and mm-hmm. I just go stand outside and he's like, all right, ready to trade. And I was like, all right, cool. Now he can just be in my neighborhood. I remember trade. in the early days, people used to get those like spam GPS things and then they would go to other countries to yeah. get like yeah. different Pokemon. I'm like, man. Fuck There's a way you. to get banned, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, before, at the Especially beginning, if you, go to you, Japan. Could, you didn't get banned, but mm-hmm. now they're cracking down on people. If you go to Japan, shit. and there's something, I guess if you do something, if you or if you make the catch after getting the raid, you can, you can get banned. And it's like Japan's like, nah, like the wild Lapras and Snorlaxes, mm-hmm. like that you see on the reg, you don't get that. It's crazy. Anywhere else, you just go there and mm-hmm. they're just fucking popping up, and it's good, good for them. Well, you know? Good for them for cracking down on them cheaters. <laughs> there's a there's a spot in my work where like if you stand like right by the cooler, you there's like four Poke Stops just right there that you, no can, shit? you Fuck can get. Yeah. Yeah, That's so amazing. Go over there every ten minutes. It almost sounds like Niantic has a deal with liquor stores. You like get people to come in. Well, it's well by, churches the too. Courthouse and then mm-hmm. all, all these other. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where people who play Pokemon Go go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Church, court, and the liquor store. <laughs> National landmarks. In that order. Someone just lit his book walking down the street. <laughs> I've had a Pikachu. Praise <laughs> Jesus. I've had like 60 year old people walk up to me like, you playing Pokemon Go? And I think they're going to give me like a smart ass you know, comment yeah. about me playing it. And they're they're like, oh yeah, you gonna join this raid with me? And I'm like, oh fuck yeah, dude, sure. Hell yeah, you want to tell me about the '60s, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's the acid, man? That's fun. Oh, How do we get talking? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> oh, he, he didn't know who was sending him the gifts. Toon Junkies podcast is sponsored by ADHD. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, rock and roll. Man. There yeah. it is. A whole, a whole disorder. Yeah, a whole us. disorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. Take that purple mattress. No, I like purple mattress. Take that Casper mattress. There we go. I'll say, don't say Manscaped because I fucking I love, my, I love Manscaped. All I need my a new homies one. Hate my Casper on mattress. Say what? All my homies hate Casper mattress. <laughs> um. So we got the uh, how Indomitable came to be. How you guys mm-hmm. joined the band. What were some of your inspirations to pick up your respective instruments? Mm-hmm. So for me, the clearest one is always Victor Wooten, and then. Really, my my uh, spectrum goes from Victor Wooten all the way to Kendrick Lamar because I love the way that he um, uses his voice as an instrument, like mm-hmm. truly, like especially on "To Bimper Butterfly," it's his masterpiece, and I I truly aspire to be that level of musician that he is mm-hmm. from that album. So I got Kendrick, Victor Wooten, Ryan Martini because. For Birding is for one of the best. Mudvayne, <laughs> right yes. Hell yeah, dude! I'm so I'm always so excited when people are like, "Yeah, I love Mudvayne," because for some reason, no, it's not for some reason. The fun. fact <laughs> that Dig got fucking run through the mud through a meme that Burper Ding, I'm so fucking mad because that album slaps. It does. LB50 is yes. so fucking good. We're uh, like right before he, when he goes to scream he just goes uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. And it, like and it, the title like heaviest scream ever yeah LD50 so good 
Then we got so we got Ryan Martini, and then I definitely got to go into Thundercat because that man's just on another another level. So good, so Mm -hmm. talented. Somebody, um, I forget, Trent posted a video of a, I think DM and ESO. I think I don't fucking know who they were, but they had Thundercat on there, and I was like, bro, this fucking grooves. (laughs) The Tiny Desk concert still my favorite one. Hell yeah, that's my favorite performance. Uh, I, so I listen to Bob and Tom in the morning and they always like shit on that because like oh yeah we've got this million dollar studio and we just put people in an office to come play for us <laughs> whatever works man sure. what about you who uh, who made you want to make uh, see if I can remember this zombie croaks and harp banshee cries <laughs> something like that yeah I think that's what you said uh, I Mike Patton's my biggest influence oh. he just he the, ver- the range the variety and just the man can do it all and that's something i could only hope to be like mm-hmm. even if it was just a death metal bungle or something like that i would just i would love the genre bending and just the man could do it all uh greg pucciato from dillinger escape plan yep, um uh, fucking bad brains mm-hmm. the, the uh, high brains energy awesome. the live at cbgb's that, that just i'm a, i'm drawn to front men that just lose it on stage mm-hmm. and that's something i like to do you know i just kind of like do what the music tells me to do if it means throwing myself onto the ground or rolling just rolling over all the mic cables yeeting a water bottle <laughs> ruining gatorade sir. it was gatorade. gatorade gatorade there it you go yeah yeet. <laughs> you can wash gatorade out you'll be fine oh well wow. it wasn't it was stickers i guess oh I thought you were going to be like, yeah, it was a white shirt. It's like, well, no. don't sell white shirts because that's it's what happens. It's because they had beer on their merch table, which is a no-no yeah. autumn. Come on now. And it knocked over their beers. And mm. I wasn't looking where I was throwing it. It was nothing <laughs> personal. Just shit happens. Of all the things I got, because we played with a Ninth Circle Symphony that mm-hmm. night. And mm-hmm. they played before us. And they did do this thing called the Brick Fight, where they just bring foam bricks out oh, and okay. foam foam no they're real I, bricks and we I had no we idea when them. I walked in I saw them have the box and it just said bricks and they just started throwing them and I was like my jaw dropped because it, it didn't register like right, right, right. fucking duh you know it's not they're not real bricks but no they. I just saw them throwing it and that shit didn't get knocked over mm-hmm. everybody had a good time I, I was throwing them back they threw them you know it's all, it was all fun I throw one fucking thing and everybody's <laughs> mad at me. Yeah, you know? well, but. I've been to a few shows where a uh, pillow fight would break out. That's awesome. And normally you would think shit. like, well, for what it. the fuck are you doing? But it's really fun to watch these no like shit. 40-year-old men just beat the shit out of each other with pillows. It's a relief, man. <laughs> yeah. Feathers everywhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. And we've yeah. seen a couple trash cans go, too. Oh, yeah. Shout I've out seen to chairs them. go through windows. Arms broke Damn. at the fucking elbow. That was a... Uh, Camelot Bowling Alley, Portage. Scott, where that oh, happened. Bowling, where are you coming from? <laughs> well, Portage, it's up, here, it's up here somewhere. Yeah, that was a good one. Portage, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're pretty uh, wild, especially hardcore shows. Back in the mm-hmm. flesh season days, they did a lot of hardcore share, shows, uh, deathcore shows, and all kinds of shit. And we play there with a million other genres of bands. And mm-hmm. it was just, every time we played there, it was insane. Mm-hmm. People just hardcore dancing, backflip, fucking, then. But people walk out with like this one dude had his arm like snapped in half and it was just like mm. he la- he landed Jesus wrong. He was like Christ. doing those, yep. those flop things and he just went. <laughs> it was like no. And one yeah, of uh, they were wild. 
my buddy John of formerly of Skies Beneath Us, rest in peace. Uh, the band, not him. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. I was, like, oh, oh, I was really he's concerned. Got a he's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, one of his favorite stories to tell is I believe they were in Michigan one time. This was like they were fairly new and they were kind of blowing up. They were starting to go out to mm. shows where people knew their lyrics and it was mm-hmm. like a new, exciting thing for them. Dope. And at one of the shows, some girl broke her leg in the pit, just yeah. like, bah, just like dog legged it, just back, just reversed it. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I felt really bad for her, but I was also super excited that it happened at one of my shows. Yeah, <laughs> wild. You feel bad, but there's like a sense of like, but that hey, our set, yeah, dude, we like, made that fuck. wild shit happen. <laughs> like during Magic Hat at Smith, that guy got the shit kicked out of him. Oh yeah, well he deserved what happened. Yeah, yeah, him. yeah. But yeah. I was like. I don't know if they'd appreciate it as much as like we would because they're older, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I think I don't even know if they. I think they heard about it, but they were like, "What happened?" (laughs) Somebody was being gross and got what was coming to them in one of our venues. Big time, yeah, 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 big time. He, they were rocking though. Yeah, Magic Cat slaps. I love those guys. Um, what were we talking about? fucked up <laughs> hospital trips after hardcore shows chairs through windows mm-hmm. uh, at window. the last show i went to it was the deaf ear show you left but there was like a couple that like oh yeah yeah i remember yeah okay so like uh deaf ears playing pits right in front of me i'm like six feet maybe from the like the woman's bathroom and this girl goes in followed by two guys they just go in there just whatever Ryan or Blake, excuse me, Blake from uh, Hardee's was like, uh uh-uh, uh, no way, not on my watch. And he runs after them. <laughs> Security guy goes like after them. And it looked like, you know, how girls are like, hey, go to the bathroom with me. Mm-hmm. And they just walk into the bathroom together. That's what it looked like. They just so nonchalantly went in all together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I turn around. They're fucking yelling and screaming at each other. Deaf ear's still playing. He's like putting his fist up trying to hit her and shit. She's got her hand on her on his throat. Damn. Oh, shit. It was pretty heavy. That's wild. And then like Shout out to Blake for being ride or die for the scene. Yeah. 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 Blake, well, I know you're listening and we appreciate everything <laughs> you do for us. Yeah, well, because like they they weren't there they weren't anybody that any of us knew. Mm-hmm. They yeah. came in towards Outsiders. the end of the show, just there for the bar, and they were having like domestic issues or what are domestic violence issues and then uh, Blake actually like had to put his foot down with the security guy. The security guy was just like, just leave them alone. They'll figure it out. And Blake's like, no, you get them the fuck out of here or they're going to get their ass beat or I'm shutting the show down. So it ended up turning out pretty cool. Deffier was just like, Devier didn't stop. <laughs> they did not stop, stop at all. One eight hundred was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Deffier and maintaining professional musicianship. Yep. <laughs> It was like in the middle of a breakdown too, and like there's ladies just like like trying to choke out her boyfriend. Jesus. It was pretty funny. That made that made that made for a great uh, music video content. You motherfucker! Oh, that was real. So, uh, while I was doing some research, it said you you guys aim to kick the teeth of anything that even slightly resembles the status quo. Yeah, Hell would you like to go a little yeah. bit deeper into that? We just we don't really adhere to one style of metal. I guess we just we every song has its own vibe. Like Flush that separates us and Scorcher, are like thrashier death metal oriented. While Panic Vision goes to like more of a somber groove. Grave Worship I always feel has like a death and roll vibe up until the outro where it kicks mm. into you know some old school death metal vibes. And mm-hmm. then Phalanges is a straight melodeath song. 
and we just we don't but while every song is different each they still retain the vibe of who we are like mm -hmm. every song has a different style of vocals so i'll approach differently whatever the song calls for mm -hmm. and who knows we could end up throwing singing in there at some point you know we're not against it but it's just whether it works for the song right, or right. Not. it doesn't always fit yeah mm -hmm. and we, we got like flesh that separates us that was straight you know death thrash up until we got jazz in there and now there's a whole funky bass interlude in there that we threw in there and it's that thundercat influence right there pretty much <laughs> <laughs> i just fuck up everything i, I don't. <laughs> we don't have to write just straight death metal if we want to i feel like we have you know, doing that approaching it this way kind of allows us to just we write whatever the fuck we want and it's still going to have the indomitable spirit you know so I think the favorite, my favorite description I've gotten from our music is metal for bass heads, because a lot of low end. Seriously, that sounds like a biased opinion, though. I mean, also yes, <laughs> but it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't my words. I just like spreading the gospel of that. I'm just saying, <laughs> you basically are the second guitarist. We talked about like if we needed one, and I was like, yeah, I'd fill up the sound more, but. Jazz does enough on bass alone to where we don't feel like it's a necessity. Mm -hmm. oh, like shucks. he's doing full. <laughs> me and Thomas have already talked about this. He's like he does full fucking chords over something like like Thomas is just doing like a few notes and he'll just throw a whole fucking chord and go bang ding 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 and, and just fill in the in gaps. That and it's like it's almost ding 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 ding. That's the sound of the bass. Ding ding. <laughs> but. No, it's just he he kind of fills in the gaps of where you know it's almost like bass leads mm -hmm. under a rhythm guitar. You know, like he's just, he's basically he can play guitar too, so that's probably where it comes from. Also, but his way of his approach and his the phrasing and everything it's just he's an awesome bassist we don't need a second guitarist that's a kind <laughs> thank of thank you for kissing my ego <laughs> kind of a perfect segue in that uh now i can ask you was guitar the first instrument that you picked up and then you moved to bass no actually i mean i got a guitar like everybody does when they're right. kid but mm -hmm. i i moved everybody. to bass um when i was 11 um, Cole Chavez, we've been best we've been best buds mm -hmm. literally since we were kids, and he played guitar. So I was like, "Well, I need to play bass because you gotta have a guitar and bass." Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so I picked it up from there, and I just stuck with it because it's the shit. And then while I was in Into the Vine, I switched to guitar for a little bit, and then I kind of let me hone some skills and right. bring it to the bass side. And all in all, just combining it together kind of brings out my style. I should mm -hmm. say. So that's when, that's where you got your uh, sense of melody yeah. shit from, you know, because he writes songs on bass. There's one song we're hoping to include in, in some new indomitable material that it's just it could have been it, he plays it on both guitar and bass, and I'm like I he, you can hear the potential of the song in just what he's playing. It's not just a bunch of clacks and mm -hmm. slapping. You can hear the parts that can go to it. You can almost hear the drums where these drums would go, and it's like okay, I, I see what you're going for and he could just do that on bass and I don't think that's not everybody has that you know he is really kissing your ass today, I mean bro. I mean it bro I love you I love you man I love you man I love you too you're my boy blue <laughs> you're my boy blue got a dry in the house but yeah I'm done sucking your dick dude are you sure? Yeah. Lovely. Maybe. Glad we got the memo. You <laughs> forgot the balls. I'm just like, nah. Uh, you know we got plenty of time to get there. He's like, we got a long drive home. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a minute. 
<laughs> so he's like, it's okay, I'll drive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <Jesus>. forget the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Let's Moving please on. move on from this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome, great, cool, great. Jesus. That's awesome. What about you, Isaiah? How did you get, was, uh, do you play any instruments? Yeah. I, I mean, other than vocals. I'm pretty okay at everything. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, I, I've kind of been like a collector of instruments i guess i have like nine guitars now that's including bass guitars too i have i i've played guitar since i was about 11 years old and that's what i got into first and then i really wanted to play guitar and sing and i don't think i ever got that figured out and i remember going all through middle school trying to start a punk band and we get all these members and nothing we never do anything but uh i've the first band I joined back in high school was Sithra, and I played bass first. I didn't even really know how to play bass when I first joined that band. I played guitar, and then it just I was good enough to bullshit, take what I learned on guitar, and bullshit it on bass. You faked mm. it till you made it? Yeah, and then they wanted a better bass player and a better vocalist, because the vocalist was meh at the time. Mm-hmm. So I took over on vocals, and all I knew how to do is I learned – is Bull from Valentine that kind of got me started on the growling aspect, mm-hmm. I guess. And I would just do that, oh, and just try to do that and mimic that when I was like 13, 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, can you do vocals? And I was, I'll try. Give it a shot. And, the then, old and now try. that's all I want to do in a band, really. I dick around on drums. I have an E kit at home, too. Mm-hmm. And I got a keyboard and I've been having a lot of fun on that. I got a harmonica, too. So Ooh. I just. I'm hoping if once I can get my own studio set up, I can just kind of fuck around, make my own shit, no yeah. longer have to rely on other people for, you know, projects and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Plus, not everything I can that I want to do would probably fit with either band I'm in. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, you know, just be cool, kind of write on my own stuff too. But still, keeps. Okay, I'll save some scraps for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be Gee, pretty. In- <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pretty interested to hear you implement a harmonica into this. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not above it. I'm not above it. We're above it. We do some. I want to do some soul in there too. While he was talking to me of really nothing I do is even capable without Thomas or Riff Master. Like legit, that man has riff for days. Sometimes those riffs are all in one song too. Fucking Christ! This is also true. But it's that makes he makes my hands hurt. Yeah, he makes your hands hurt. He does. Mm-hmm. You ever tell him to fucking <laughs> yes. chill out? He doesn't. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tell him all the time. He just doesn't. Doesn't. He's he, a fucking locomotive on that thing, man. He just <laughs> <laughs> that's yep. That's the sound Jane makes. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> Gold <a> star. <laughs> What color is a fire truck? Family guy. Red fire truck. Fucking family guy. Yeah. What color is red fire truck? We quote that show all the time. What? <laughs> it's a comfort <laughs> show for me. What? You think you can just talk down to us all because you won a game of Trivial Pursuit? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I fucking love that game though. <laughs> no one ever has that game, and I can never find like a decent, just like plain Trivial Pursuit. Because like they have like. The, like theme trivia pursuit mm-hmm. like Harry Potter or something like that which I'm I nailed okay. that shit boy. I, w- I would not make it like a single question I don't think <laughs> I wouldn't even play that game that's fair yeah, I mean like, maybe if the question was who is the main character in Harry Potter <laughs> that's where might be Harry a good school still get it wrong it's wrong it's wrong uh, easily 
Was so. it Regimont High? <laughs> <laughs> Was it the same place as a Power Rangers? <laughs> Angel, Angel Grove. <laughs> I like those kinds of games. Like I like uh, charade games and like knowledge packed games, which okay. obviously explains why you wouldn't like it. Because like like a bookworm kind of game. You know what okay. I mean? Did you hear that she just insulted me? <laughs> she said it's a knowledge packed game. It makes sense why you wouldn't like it. Like, you just called me dumb. <laughs> no, I meant it. She more. didn't even realize it. <laughs> this game makes my brain hurt. <laughs> No, I meant because you said you'd never like played that game, and it's a game that requires like a lot of reading. Like mm. you don't, the information you get is either like exposure to like literature uh, or yes. science. Like you know, just... I definitely said I wouldn't play Harry Potter literature. because I only read the first book. What the fuck? How'd you stop at the first book? Um, because it, it was like not interesting. <laughs> fuck reading, unreal. Unless dude. there's pictures. They <laughs> there's pictures in every fucking chapter, see, man. That, see, I that was only, my shit when I was a kid. I only Don't diss was on Harry exposed Potter. Exposed to Harry Potter because I was in second grade when it came out, and mm. our teacher read it to us. Fuck that. You got to read it yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. No, I don't. Every I don't nobody reading to me. Every I would time I read, read it. Of death. Every time I reread it, I always find out something new. Yeah. You know, like any, There's so much I'm, detail. There like, is. If you, especially if you reread it after you first mm-hmm. read the series. It, it's glorious. I reread that series comic books. so many I was times. Harry Potter when I was a kid. I had the robes. I, I ordered the Mad Eye Moody Eye when Goblet of Fire oh came my. out. Y'all ever read where the red fern grows? Looks sad as shit. It's my favorite book, though. Oh my gosh! Okay, just really quick. My okay, so I wanted all the hardcovers for the Harry Potter series, Same. right? But they're stupid expensive, right? Yeah. My friend for Christmas, we did a Secret Santa thing, and she went to this like book building. It was just like a, a library. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what, <damn. laughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Damn. <laughs> No. <laughs> go on. It was a warehouse. I don't know. Oh, there we go. And they just had like a bunch of books in there. It was like, I think a storage place. And she met up with somebody who's, you know, those Harry Potter packages. It comes with all the hard books, yeah. hard covers. It's wrapped and it comes in like a suitcase kind of thing. Like yeah, I wasn't set. that lucky. I dreamed about it when it's I was a, box a kid. Set. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a box thing. And it's like you... For whatever reason, they're really, really valuable now. Mm-hmm. She was able to get a whole set for me for Christmas for one dollar. What? What? And the whole set like that is like a three hundred dollar package. Now There's nobody you... bid for it. Is that why? Or I have no idea, but it had no damage to it. Well, if you look up yeah, on Amazon dude, now, it's they um... run for thousands of dollars. <laughs> I think I never shit. opened it. So. Is cursed. Oh, shit. There you go, dude. Yeah. Somebody was you murdered for that, and there's bad juju on it. And that's Most where, like, likely. please just just get it out of my house. <laughs> 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 Take it. Somebody that plays Harry Potter's pure witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> Satan. That shit was hexed, bro. <laughs> and now it's in your house. <laughs> cursed straight from the Malfoys. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> We're all just like, okay. <laughs> I don't know much What's about. that one picture game where you have to draw? Pictionary? Pictionary. Pictionary. There it is. That's a really fun game, too. Yeah. Jackal! Jackal! It's a jackal! <laughs> jackal! Jackal! If it wasn't a jackal the first time, it's not going to be any other time. <laughs> I just remember... Uh, um, guy all day. In a fairly odd parents, when Timmy Turner's dad is like rubbing his butt against the floor and goes, Timmy, how is this Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, what was that game that we played? There's so at? much underrated. The well, that one time mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just like we had to guess what kind of sentence you were trying to say. Oh, Mad Gab. That was fun. Yeah, so it's like Mad Gab is a game where there's these cluster of consonants that aren't actually words, at least not all the time, and you have to like read them several times very quickly to mash the sound together to try and figure out what phrase it actually is. Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that game's a lot of fun. Mm. Because then, like, you see what the word is, and then they're just, like, reading me, like, how now, brown cow? Just, like, trying to say it over and (laughs) over and over again to try and figure out what the word is or the phrase. Unique New York. Unique. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. (laughs) (laughs) I was, like, taboo. You ever play that game? Yeah. I've never called it taboo. I've called it taboo. But, you know, <laughs> I know what you meant. <laughs> taboo. But yeah, I like that game. You have to like get people to guess a word. Because like, okay, you have cards and there's specific th- specific words you cannot say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't say obviously the actual word itself. But you have to describe this word without using any of these other words to a person and they have to guess it. And then if they don't make it, you got to go with the buzzer. Go Oh, so electric therapy is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I wish that's what it was. It'd be a lot more fun. Like, nope. (laughs) Fucking shock people. Taser. He's made this game interesting. One of my favorite games I've ever bought was is um, Super Fight. Mm -hmm. Super Fight is a game where you get three black cards and three white cards. The white cards are the character and the black cards are the attribute. You pick one white card, one black card and then you pick one black card randomly mm. and then you build a fighter and the other person does the same thing and then you have to argue as to whose character would win in a fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, I still want to play that. We have That's... played that game for hours yeah, just arguing fun. back and forth. Yeah, and you need a ref because you, you're obviously I can't be like, like I won. No, you so we're going to play like, that afterwards, right? Because it's now real I'm interested. Fun. It's really, <laughs> it's really <laughs> fun. And I've got a bunch of like the... Uh, Basically, like DLC form, but they're like okay. extra decks. So I've got like an anime one. Yeah, expansions. That's a word. Thank you. That's dope. Anime oh, one. Anime I've one? got an NSFW one. That's dope. Like, and then there, I bought a blue one, which changes of like changes where the fight is happening. Yeah. So then it adds an element of like, oh yeah, you're a you're a kangaroo, but you're on the moon, so uh, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you're a dead kangaroo. <laughs> yeah, it's a really Shit. fun game. Mm-hmm. We spent like hours playing that game. Just like, yeah. it's a good way to. Uh, get really mad at your friends yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but also helps like develop your argumentative skills too because mm-hmm. you figure like, out how to actually think outside the box how do i sell this as a win <laughs> and the funny thing is you know when you have like a good like a good person to go against versus people who aren't because people who aren't great at arguing or can't quite come up with more reasons to defend them themselves or their character they last for maybe like Three or five minutes of just re- they repetition. They very easily. We yeah. used to go like later, twenty like, oh. minutes of just trying to go back and to forth. the point where her oh, boyfriend at the uh, her boyfriend would just be like, "You know what? Stop. Okay, you guys aren't gonna stop arguing. <laughs> just I'll pick somebody." And like, I, bro, I still had more to say. Like, <laughs> I'm like, nah, huh? keep going. I'm gonna argue. Mm-hmm. It's not like malicious or anything minutes. either. It's just you get so like into it. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, my character's gonna fucking win. We should put that at Junksgiving. Mm. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. We could do that. Get all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Turkey, <laughs> turkey and cocaine. Turkey. Now yeah, that's turkey. a Thanksgiving that's not, that's tradition. I'd yeah. like to. Cocaine. Cocaine. <laughs> the turkey makes you tired. The cocaine fixes that. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Alleviates the uh, what's the what's the, the chemical, chemical that's in, in? I have no idea what it's called. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Omega three. 
Yes, that's what it is. That's not no, it. That's I, fish no, oil it's not stuff. That's yeah. the same. That comes <laughs> from the fish. Shut up. <laughs> it's not omega three. It's something no, else. No, it's um. It's got melatonin in it. Tryptophan. Melatonin. Same thing. Tryptophan. <laughs> nice. Same thing. I eat, I eat a sliced turkey before I go to bed every night. What? What? You eat sliced turkey before you go to bed every no. night? No. I mean, I'm not judging. Sliced turkey is the best. <laughs> that was really a regimen, like whatever. As to your sleep regimen. Mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> uh, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, um, on October 30th, you guys released your first EP, right? Self-titled? Sure five songs? Yeah. Uh, when did the recording process for that start? Everywhere. Oh, cool. <laughs> when did it start? Drums, <laughs> drums were recorded sometime last year. I'm about to say, actually, probably about the same time that we released it. Like October of last year is when we recorded yeah. drums. Yeah, we recorded drums first at Eleven Productions, and then it wasn't until more like. And then we started recording. We start. We actually recorded uh, the guitar. We recorded all of Scorcher, the first go around, in like November, December time, because we I released we it in February. Scorcher single in February. Yeah. That, so that was the, the first rendition of Scorcher that we do not speak of anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. My bad. <laughs> shall not be named another Harry Potter reference. <laughs> but it wasn't until like tail end of summer when we met up with Tom or Thomas Dakota to like finish laying out bass tracks and vocal tracks for the rest of the songs. Read. We weren't going to redo Scorcher, and then we've after we read it, we did all the other songs and saw the quality was. We're Way like, this above is shit, the yo. first one, mm-hmm. we were like, we should really redo Scorcher. So that, redoing Scorcher was a last-minute scramble. Just like, can, is it feasible? We can get the bass tracks laid down and the vocals tracked in one day. And <laughs> we went Somehow over the Dakotas we did that. and we did it. <laughs> so the like, second edition of the song was Pepsi, but the first rough draft was RC Cola. Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Gotcha. <laughs> Flat RC Cola. <laughs> at that. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's been everybody's favorite song. That's a funny thing. That's it. Definitely feels like a single song. It follows more of the verse, chorus, verse. Mm-hmm. Even though I make that's the fair. choruses kind of, or the verses kind of like a chorus too, because it's and the only variation I do high vocals mm. for a layer in the second time I say it, you know, second verse or whatever. But I really love what you did at the end of that with the the screams you did at the end of the song. Oh, that was Dakota's idea. Actually, that makes sense. Because I was just going to do one long <laughs> scream, and he's like, you should do like the Black Dahlia thing where it just wah, wah, and throw a low in there, too. I love that. It was like a mesh of our ideas there. It was pretty cool. You have you throw a low in there. Yeah. A lot more layers than the first rendition of Scorcher, for sure. A lot of the mm. ideas. Got to ex- execute a lot of the ideas. And that was kind of the cool part of like taking so long to record it is because you get to kind of sit with the songs for a minute and think about all this extra stuff. Is this really the product that I want to put out or can I spice it up a little bit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, how many more layers can mm-hmm. we feasibly add into it and still pull it off live? And mm-hmm. I, Like I remember before we put out our second single, Phalanges Like Wilted Trees, yeah. we argued, this is all while I'm driving back from like Wabash, <laughs> Indiana with a bicycle. Um, we argued for literally like three hours straight whether or not we were going to release it at the current tempo that we had it, which I think is like 160, 180, mm-hmm. versus somewhere around 200, which is what we played at live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, 
eventually I think we all just like, yeah, let's go ahead and release it at uh, at the 160. It's still going to be dope. And, and it is. Yeah, it's very yeah it dope. actually is. I mean, it's almost like I feel like most times when you perform a song live, it's normally a little faster, isn't it? I mean, I'm no musician, mm-hmm. but I feel like just getting caught up in the excitement of being on it's stage, rush. sometimes things really just, shine too, some things like. just mm-hmm. go faster. I mean, that's fair, but I, we all just loved how it sounded faster. Mm-hmm. Same with Scorcher. Scorcher yeah. and Phalanges both. And we still plan on redoing them for a future release, of course, and we we're talking about doing Maybe. it a bit faster. And we, our minds are pro- will probably change by then. Nothing's mm-hmm. in stone right now. We've got a few different songs that we wrote after the EP. It was fresh with all of us. I contributed one. Jazz is working on one. And then Thomas has... Thousand. Thousand <laughs> fucking riffs. He's always sending shit in the chat. And he's just yep. like, hey, check this riff out. And I was like, okay, I can hear what, where vocals would go on that. Okay, so we're going to add drums to it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Has quarantine helped with the writing process? Or Fuck has it been? No. 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 God. Really? really? Wow, no. that's a first. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because yes. <laughs> we have not been able to all be together, oh, mainly okay. because our drummers, just for his family's safety, because he just had a baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... And then Tom, Thomas's fiance is immunocompromised, mm. so oh, okay. she, you know, so high risk not, people. Yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah, there's high risk people involved. So we got to keep yeah. everybody safe. We just haven't had the opportunity mm-hmm. to, as we'd like to all to get together to mm-hmm. write. So instead, we've been tightening up like on the business end of okay. things and promoting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, on our own, like I, at least for myself, I've been continuing to keep. I keep writing. I'm always writing. Whether mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't even call it poetry. Just. I just write lyrics, and then if there's a song that calls for, I can pick out from my library or whatever. So I always have like an unending list of material. Right. And, uh, and then I got my other band, Simulacra, that I've been working on that too. In the meantime, until we can finally get back together. Did you say Cindy Lauper? <laughs> Cindy Lauper. Yes. yes. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome Simulacra. <laughs> no. No, Simulacra, sci-fi, tech death okay. stuff. But formerly known as Cindy Locker. We couldn't get the rights to that name. She switched it up a little bit when she got older. Oh, <laughs> she just spelled it all wonky. We, we got, got the synth part musician. right, though. Mm-hmm. She couldn't copyright that. There we go. Fuck you, Cindy. You got enough money. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Cindy. We'd love to have you on the show. <laughs> we, uh, we'll we'll send her one of our Absolutely <laughs> love you on the show, Cindy Locker. <laughs> but no, I, I write on my own, and he's been dicking around with some bass lines and stuff, but... And all, all right now, it's just gathering ideas and discussing things. But mm-hmm. so we, so, so when we finally again. do get together, we can hopefully put together the pieces. Is right. what I'm hoping for. But other than that, I don't see another release coming anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. it'll be a minute. If you guys have it, had any interest of doing like, I know a lot of bands just to keep themselves busy have been doing like a, like a cover or something just to mm-hmm. keep their name out in the We've ethos. To, mm-hmm. If Thought you were to do a covers album too, at some oh point. yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. But this is all hypothetical. Right, right, right. Five years, <laughs> yeah, ten yeah. years from now, let's see how it goes. If you were <laughs> to do a cover, what's one that interested the whole band? Mm. The system of down ones. Everybody seemed to be for. What? What? Which one was that? Yeah, which one? The vicinity of of vicinity. Ooh, okay, hell yeah. I, I sing that in my car all the time, mm-hmm. and I got a pretty funny uh, 
surge voice. So that's the that's the <laughs> choking the chicks nose, and sodomy, yeah. right? No, that's uh, violent, violent pornography. pornography. Right, right, right. No, <laughs> terracotta pie. Hey, terracotta pie. Banana, 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 terracotta, banana, banana, terracotta pie. Yeah, it's so awesome. That would be fun. It's like a fucking hell yeah. We're all fans of System of a Down, so I think it was something I knew we could all agree. Because my first choice would have been like a Bungle or a Faith No More song or something. Ooh, okay. Getting these guys on board with that. I'm what gonna, did you, it, being uh, big Sode fans, what did you guys think of the two singles they put out? I liked it. I, was, I didn't I only it. liked one of them. They weren't bad. Yeah, the you could tell it genocide. wasn't a collaborative effort. You know, you, yeah. you could feel when bands aren't, you know, that you, like, they put out a safe or two safe singles, mm-hmm. you know, but. And I liked it for what it was, but uh, I, you know, this for a good cause more than anything. Yeah, yeah. It's, it brought attention to what's going on. In they our raised media, almost a so. million dollars, so yeah, I'm million super dollars. stoked for them. I mean, I felt kind of the same it's way about Lamb God's <laughs> last album. It was very safe. Yeah, it was very I safe. But that is a that that last Lamb of God album was. I understand where awesome. Chris Adler was coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Think, oh, for sure. I think yeah. the last Lamb of God album I really like enjoyed enjoyed and was like super still passionate about was uh sacrament that that's my favorite bro same (laughs) the lock and the the cursed sun foot to the throat bro a lot of those backing vocals the like those Mm -hmm. that's a lot where my vocal influence comes from on that i love the way he layered his vocals on that album Mm -hmm. and wrath too the very wrath was the red one with the the, 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 weird the next fucking. one after yeah it's right after second yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like just the, the way he layered his vocals the weird clean and it's just kind of mm-hmm. mountainous it just sounds huge and i saw it for our choruses or whatnot i don't even like call them choruses or hardly sometimes they don't even repeat i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> dakota thought the chorus to panic vision was another part and i was like no this, this I is just, kind of the chorus. i just play the song they're all I just choruses. Play. <laughs> i'm just happy to be here man i'm just happy to be here it's all one long chorus I uh to jump back to System of a Down, you were saying you could tell that it wasn't it didn't seem very collaborative. Yeah. Um, it when was I, written by Darren and then they searched through his vocals on it. When I, mean, I saw them last year at Sonic <clears throat> Temple, I can confirm dude. there's not much collaboration because they did not look very pleased to be on the same stage they together. Don't, I don't, don't think they really care for each other. Sounded great, but like, I tell you what, you can you feel could, that. You, you could that. tell I could feel the animosity and I was fucking twenty thousand people back. Bro. <laughs> I was like, I can tell they don't want to be up there. No like shit. this is fight after this yeah <laughs> but scars on broadway i tell you what I fucking, that last album that so he put out in 2018 mm-hmm. i think it was dictator yeah he's told he said all that music was supposed to be for system no shit all of it wow yeah, me and dakota he, had a whole argument on facebook about it actually that of course you did. i was like read the fucking interviews man. Right. <laughs> dictator's really yeah, I'm good talking to you coda yeah dictator's really yeah, good if y'all if y'all miss system i know there's no surge on it but mm. Darren you does just a great sing job. along with it in the car and your best yeah. surge impression. Yeah, you just everyone does. Nose. Everyone has a surge impression. <laughs> everyone. But yeah. Um what else what else did I wanna uh, uh, we could talk about the collaboration with Ethan Carpenter and how that came oh, along. Yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. Well, so, another mean, former guest. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Ethan's really he's a really good dude. And uh it's like I'm trying to think of how that even started with it's like it was came out of his tail end of his tenure with Fleshbore, and I was just trying to think. I, I like the idea of collaborating and just getting you know getting involved with other musicians. And I was trying to think of people who you know would be down to do a guest spot. And of course, you know Ethan's my first pick, my mm-hmm. go to. Um, 
and then you know i had a few other people in mind of course and that's not shot in the foot that could be for later releases i already got a couple other people in mind i'm mm-hmm. planning on asking one we'll talk with the band about it but yeah not, there's no i'm not going to romanticize or anything i just he's the first vocalist like you know he's a probably the only vocalist i actually hang out with on the reg so yeah. he's my go-to and he, like, i go he to him for recording too to that song he added that the deep and um, darkness that we needed to close yeah. out that song. Yeah, because that whole song I'm doing, I'm shrieking highs, doing high pitch mm-hmm. screams up until his part where he comes in with the old school death metal lows. And that's, I I just knew his voice would fit perfect with yeah, that yeah. part because that's the only part of the song that has the mm-hmm. more guttural lows in there. Shout yeah. out to Ethan. Be sure to check out his <laughs> podcast, Distorted Entertainment. Yeah, Ethan, you dope. You dope, you dope, you dope boy, <laughs> dope as hell. Whoa, dope, dope boy, dope boy, fresh. I don't know what you're eating, but it's making me hungry. Peanuts. What were you? What? What are you eating over here? <laughs> Peanuts. Peanuts. Okay. It's my I favorite movie reference. Are you nuts? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't hear it the first time until you said. What did you say? I know what no. she said, but I knew where the oh, I knew yeah. the joke was right. There. <laughs> what did you like, say? It was wide open. Enunciate. <laughs> we don't need the people thinking you're just eating bags of dicks on the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Salted peanuts, though. Planners, you should send me a box of the uh, Cajun style ones. Those are good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they, are. they have like these, like honey, like sugar. honey roasted ones. They're, no, they're, they got these pecans that have the fucking like sugar honey glaze type shit on them. I don't remember what they're exactly called, but I've only seen them at one gas station ever, and I tried them and they were the bomb. They're like I don't know if like, probably, I think it was like cinnamon sugar covered pecans or Ooh. something like that. I think I want to say that's what it was. I regret eating these peanuts now because I don't have any th- peanuts. No, you peanuts. said it right the first time. Don't lie. His peanuts. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Because uh, my like mouth the, is da, da, dry. Um, Spanish peanut style, where it has really? like the skins that they come in. Mm. I don't know why they call them Spanish. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't understand the reasoning behind that. Hmm. But yeah, it's just literally the salted peanut. But all the peanuts still have like the, the like like the flaky skin around them. Yeah, so it's it's still pretty good. Some people are weird about it. I guess. Why do we call them French fries? It's like made in America. <laughs> you know, that's a. I don't think I've ever even looked into that. Why is that? Does anybody know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know the story of how French fries got started, but I don't know why. He's Googling it right now. Yep. Hey, Jamie, <laughs> pull it up for us. <laughs> In winter, when the river froze, the fish deprived villagers fried potatoes instead. It's said that this dish was discovered by American soldiers in Belgium during World War One, and since the dominant language of southern Belgium is French, they dubbed the tasty potatoes French fries. Thanks, Why Belgium. Not? Should have called sure. them Belgium fries. Or <laughs> world World Sounds War fancier. fries. Mm. I don't know if world I like those. Fries. World War fries? That's just Ding. too, much. That's that's too like, long. Nice. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's a reference to old YouTube right there. What was it? What did you say? The old Burger done, King dude. song. Dang oh, that. Dang 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 yeah. Oh, I miss I miss old YouTube, baby YouTube. That shit was. That's how, that's how you can come up with ideas back in the old YouTube days. Because you, now you can type just about anything in the YouTube, something will come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when you used to be able to type shit in the YouTube and nothing would come up. Like no results found. I'm like now that I think in hindsight, you know, thanks Captain Hindsight. Yeah. But <laughs> that that was a good time to 
they could come up with some ideas because there's so there's so much shit I thought would be on there and it wasn't on there when I was younger. Yep. You know, and now you can look up anything. We missed anything. we missed missed we, opportunity, guys. Yeah, missed it. Mm. Oh well. That's life. My middle that's school life. mind wasn't yeah. ready for the internet yet. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> You're not ready for it. Your kids are going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's I want to watch that movie again. Back to the Future? Yeah. All of them are on, on Netflix. Show. It's on Netflix? Yeah, like all three of them. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. no, never mind. Notes. You made that noise. I'm t- <laughs> Just kidding. It was, all, it was all an elaborate ruse. <laughs> I'm going to email them right now and be like, my friend Lex... She ruined the Back to the Future for everybody. In the Take world. this away now. <laughs> I re- oh, one of my shows got removed from Netflix, and I messaged them like, I emailed them like four or five times. I was like, please bring my show back. It was that Monarch of the Glen show that I love so much. And then I had to buy the DVDs. They're so hard to find. Mm. There's a reason for that because the show is not good. <laughs> What's it, what it called? It's called Monarch of the Glen. Oh. Doesn't it just sound so interesting? Monarch of the Glen. Yeah. What Quagmire? <laughs> the name oh, of that right. is like, if I heard that, I'd be like, oh, so if I needed help sleeping, I'd put this on because that's what it did to me. Is it, what is it? Is it like medieval? No, oh. it's take, it takes it's Scottish BBC. Oh. The fuck? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everything you're thinking right now is exactly what it is. I guarantee it's not. <laughs> it takes place in Scotland. It's a very low energy, low drama show, and it's is it like, like D- Downton Abbey or no, no, no. That's oh my god. No. It's like watching paint dry. That's what <laughs> but actually, like. one of the characters that's humor. in Monica of the Glen wrote Downton Abbey, so. Cool. <laughs> she saved all his good material for you know, a better show. He's like he's he's um he's been not knighted, but he's like a lord, I guess, in Britain. But he That's produces cool. and makes like Downton Abbey and everything. But anyway, it's just like a show about a guy whose lineage owns property in Scotland, and his dad had to step down as the laird, so he had to come back from England. And be a <laughs> it's really good, but Chris fell asleep watching it. Fucking boring. There was no murder. Cure there was for the no insomnia. Terror. There was Jesus. nothing. Mm-mm. It's not, Again, it's not like a hype show. It's, mm. you know, it's... It sounds sophisticated. If you have to look in the past, sophisticated time, is just know, another way to say boring. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're talking about Frasier. Mm-hmm. Frasier is yes. not boring. You can't yeah. unscramble an egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad oh. and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. I love that show. I think <laughs> I might rewatch that show again. It's great, dude. Is it still on Netflix? I think it's on Hulu now. It's on Hulu now? Okay, good. Hulu I, rules. Yeah, Hulu. Shout out to Hulu. Sponsor. I need to update my my subscription though because I still I, have, I still have ads and I'll tell you what oh, watching a twenty minute uh, anime yeah. and getting four breaks I'm like bro dude it's, it's not like time eight, for this it's like seven or eight bucks dude what just, I know just it's just it. for some reason I uh, whenever I think about it I'm like uh, I'll do it after this episode we want everything now so much that we're willing to pay mm-hmm. extra there's so no delayed gratification anymore breaks. yeah I'm spending more money so I have four extra minutes of uninterrupted <laughs> time how did we watch like TV before all this stuff Bro, I blame this this millennial curse we've all been like given to Netflix Netflix That's, did this to yeah. us. Netflix and the internet. Do y'all remember when you had to order Netflix like through the mail? Yeah, the DVDs? We used to do yeah. That. When it was DVDs? Yeah. Yep. My grandma did that shit all the time. Yeah, you still can. No way. Just, Christian who the Shrez's fuck mom, does it? I think. Grandma's. I, last time we were there, I think I saw like one of the envelopes on the counter. 
And what? I was like, really? Damn, well, I you still, uh, you know, you can watch it on the TV too. Yeah, you don't need, you don't like, even need a what? TV player. You can cut out the middleman. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. one of them anyway. I just, um, I don't know if you guys have seen this movie on like Facebook, but the movie Run. You guys ever hear about that um, that chick that had her mom had like Munchausen's by proxy and would like force her into all these illnesses and shit? Oh, gypsy. Oh, I just saw a commercial for that. Dude, that looks insane. Well, okay. So like they had a documentary about this girl and her mother and then they made a show about this girl and her mother. But what I'm talking about is like an off show. It's with that chick that's always on American Horror Story. Oh, oh Sarah Paulson. Yeah. yeah, I just watched that last night. I love her. Yeah, and the girl is paralyzed; she can't use her legs. Mm. And the movie's called Run. So I thought maybe eventually she'd run away from this lady. No, that's the irony. She did no running oh, at yeah. all, and she wasn't her, like, even don't paralyzed. Work. What do you want her to do? This show, this movie's got fucking ninety on Rotten Tomatoes, bro. It's got eighty three percent. Nice. It's pretty wow. good. 83. That's wow. almost 100. That's almost 100. <laughs> 100. You know what the critic score was? 98. Oh, that's even closer, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, a, wow. it's definitely a good film. Great acting, okay. for sure. There's like some jump scares, but not like really. In, it's, it's more of like a thriller, make you think kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Psychological horror. Yeah. I like that. Almost. That's more along my. I've seen like, uh, like Dateline episodes about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd watch that movie. It just like um, Sarah Paulson does a really good job portraying a very manipulative mother. Oh yeah, she character. does. If you want more proof of that, you can watch her series on Netflix called Ratchet. Yeah, I watched Ratchet. that. That was the nurses. I love that. Was mm, I like that show? Uh, for, I kept calling it Ratchet for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all Ratchet. I wanted. I'm Nurse Ratchet, but that was never her name. <laughs> yeah. Also, I also I don't know if you guys have watched it, but Queen's Gambit. On Netflix, yeah, you know, really really good. Is it? I don't know who that lady is, but I don't. Sometimes I'll look at her and I just don't think she's a real human. She's on Peaky Blinders. She's so beautiful. She's got like a like sharp facial features, Mm -hmm. big old eyes. She just reminds me of a real life anime character. So I don't. I don't know if she's like. Lex just said she's on Peaky Blinders. Did she watch that? She's the. um, I don't remember her though. She's the son, the youngest son. I think his name is John. Her, his know. wife that he got in America. Listen, let's be honest. No one gave a shit about anyone other than uh, Tommy. Than Tommy. The scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> that man is a dream. Mm-hmm. Okay. We talked about this, how mm-hmm. he could easily put me to sleep with the sound of his voice, but mm. in a good way. In a good way? You said that weird. In a good way? He's on that app, that Calm app, where yeah. like, like, no shit. it's like um, famous people get on it and they'll read books or they'll tell stories and stuff. And he's like, my name is Cillian Murphy, and I'm about to tell you a story about my home island of Ireland. And I'm like, oh, melt. <laughs> so good, but yeah. What would be like a disturbing voice? I think the guy that plays Dexter, Michael C. Hall. Really? I mean, like, just because I know that character, just hear him read a book might be kind of scary. No, who's that guy who's got like a really, really weird voice and really buggy eyes and. He always plays really squeaky characters. I know exactly. Oh, Michael Sarah? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Gilbert Godfrey. That's no. Who, no. No. I hate him. Gilbert I Godfrey would be a terrible I can't That's what I was him. thinking originally. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert Godfrey would be somebody like not Mr. Bean or something like that. No, 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 no. He's like super, he's super, super skinny, very tiny. He's kind of got like buggy eyes. But when uh, 9-11. Steve Buscemi. 
Steve Buscemi. Steve yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I, feel like he'd, I was like, hmm. He'd be really weird to listen Sausage to. Sausage McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed him in... Um, Spy Kids too. Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah. With that I'm one incredible quote. quote. I swear to God, like, man. Do you that think was God stays up in heaven because he fears what he created or something? That came from Same. Spy Kids too. <laughs> that shit is Genius, profound. Dude. I mean, he's one an awesome actor, quotes. but it's like if I was trying to go to sleep and have a book read to me by somebody famous, it would not be him. Mm. Get John C. Riley. Just because try sticking to that. John C. Riley is actually a really good dramatic actor. I love him. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'll plug a movie that I don't think something anybody ever watched. Stan Sister, Sisters, Brothers. It's a really oh, it's good. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. It's on, that's on it's a Hulu really Joaquin. good movie. Joaquin. Joaquin. Did you know he wanted to be a rapper? <laughs> no. He, of there's a whole documentary. About that. <laughs> yeah. He fooled everybody because mm-hmm. he. They made it, made it seem like he was quitting acting and stuff, and he just. Would go on talk shows and just be a horrible person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. He literally stopped acting for years and was like, "I'm gonna be a rapper," and then then <laughs> they made the documentary. It. And I don't really even know what has happened or whatever. But I then mean, Joker he, came out. So. Listen, some of those artistic types are just unstable. He was but, good hey. in the Johnny Cash movie. Oh, he was amazing walk in the Johnny line. Cash. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon. Man, I'll tell you what, I that, walked I out of that, that movie. movie. Oh my god, oh yeah. <laughs> I walked out of that movie. What? But I was also in like middle school. Oh, you uncalled. And so I was like, I yo, this shit is boring, and I walked out. The only movie I ever walked out of was uh, The A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even buy tickets to that? This is your own fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> What's a movie you guys walked out of? Shit. I paid for it. I'm going to sit there and fucking finish the thing or Mm -hmm. go to sleep. Listen, I'm not that level. Listen, I hate myself, but I don't always hate myself that much to stick through. I haven't haven't been put in a position where I've had that. I've been in a theater anyway. I'm not going to pay for a movie I'm not going to watch. Yeah, but you don't know you don't like it until you're in the theater watching it. I wish I had walked out during Venom. Really? Really? What? I love that movie. Next to Into Spider-Man. It's because it's not anywhere near like the comics. It just... Just I just don't like it. I didn't. I mean, li- the I acting loved, wasn't good. I'll give I you that. I love Hardy, but I don't think he was the best choice. I thought the special effects were cool. Yeah. Yeah. But. yeah. Mm-hmm. He he voices Venom. I, just, I didn't know that. I yeah. just hate movies where the villain is just like. It's not really a villain. It's the has is the same as the the hero, just yeah. bad. I hate. Uh, mm-hmm. And like with the way to win, it's just a. How you overcome everything? It's just a punch harder than right. you did before. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. Okay, so like I kind of get what you're saying. I don't like it too. How like the villain or like the antihero has almost like a issue with being. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like powerful in their own self image. Like mm. he's like, "You are a loser, Eddie," and then he started like saying that too. Like, "We are losers, Eddie." And I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't want you to be a loser. I want you to be evil." I want you to be bad. I want to feel bad. For I want to see exactly. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want a villain that all of a sudden has really bad like like self image <laughs> issues. That's you what don't I'm want trying to say. I can relate. I'm the villain. That's where you get the people that are like, "I'm the Joker." You know, like no, you're not. No. <laughs> you're just you're just insecure and poor. That's what your problem is. So people that like to think they're Ricks, but they're actually Jerry's. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not Rick or Morty. You're Jerry. 
But yeah, that's just like I you're kind of understand robot. what you're saying. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is my bourbon. Like in the purpose. first Iron Man movie, the villain was just another guy in a bigger Iron Man suit. That's fair. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I like my villains to be like I don't mind their lives being complex and like they come from a really dark background. But if they're going to be involved and they come, okay. So when they first had Venom come out, he came out really strong, like, like the like the way the audience perceived him. He was scary, like unknown, all of this shit. Mm-hmm. But because he lived inside of Eddie, Eddie obviously got to know him. And then towards the end of the movie, he was like, "Oh, we don't eat people." He's like, "No," and he's like, "Okay, I guess we'll do whatever you want to do." And I'm like, "No, I don't." Like I like kind of like the split personality thing, but still sure. working together. So he mm-hmm. loses his. He almost come, becomes mundane as mm-hmm. an anti-hero because he loses his villain side. Yeah. So I'm I, interested to see how he's going to fight against Carnage because Carnage is super be terrible. I'm hoping that yeah, he's, he's a, serial he's a terrible person yeah, before he even got the exactly. Symbiote. And Carnage yeah. is like my ultimate favorite villain in the MCU. My favorite as a kid growing up. Yeah, uh, I fucking I love, love Carnage. The, his whole design, character design and everything. And we were talking about his notion of like becoming mundane because mm-hmm. Brock no longer, he won't allow him to eat people. Isn't the, the symbiote kind of like dependent on its host? Yes. Like doesn't it need to, like without Brock, the symbiote would die? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he kind of yeah. has to just do what he what he says in order to survive. Yeah. But it's also, too, it's not the point, because, like, Venom is really upfront and honest, so, like, you don't see Venom as a manipulative character in the movie, mm-hmm. so you know that when he agrees with Eddie, he fully agrees with Eddie, not right. because he has to agree with Eddie. Mm. So there isn't that stage of, like, villain there at all. It's, like, literally lost mm. by the last, like, 10 minutes of this show, but you see it starting to decay after the first altercation where he's like, mask on, and then he goes, and he eats everybody and like all the fighting and shit like which is an amazing scene but after that scene burp. yeah burp. well sony has a good way of making bad spider-man movies <laughs> and making the best spider-man movies <laughs> touche <laughs> we don't talk about the amazing spider-man 2 in this podcast <laughs> that's also true I told you we have so many conversations of freaking <laughs> Spider-Man. Is there any one thing you would like to talk about that didn't come up organically? We do have yeah. some unannounced content coming your guys' way. Mm. Um, hopefully by December we'll you have the first one it. out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't name it. through ideas and stuff we're well, talking about doing too. But. Why are you... Why <laughs> Man, you're spoiling it for surprise. We ain't gonna tell him what though. What song? <laughs> sure, we're doing guitar hero covers. There's only five to pick from. That's actually it. We're we're just gonna play guitar hero on video. Guitar hero <laughs> covers is not just playing guitar. <laughs> no, it's just gonna be videos of them playing guitar hero. Exactly. Very but, dramatically. But that. they're gonna play their songs in the background. It's just gonna be them playing like Dragon Force. Oh hell yeah! All right. Well. Um, I guess uh, I think you did kind of touch on the where I, th- I don't remember if this was on air or off air. We were talking about some of your inspiration for your songs and that being the macabre and the uh, dark some of ho- it. horror stuff that I mean, some of it. flanges like. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Grave worship takes a bit a lot of inspiration from Hunter S. Thompson. There's a lot. There's a couple quotes. <gasps> too weird from, to live, too rare to die. I was my first tattoo, man. <laughs> uh, Kill the body and the head will die is mm-hmm. in that song, as well as uh, uh, old elephants limp off the hills to die. Old Americans take the highway and drive. That's another 
quote that just jumped out at me. Mm-hmm. Well, I was happened to read that book while, while I was doing the writing process. And then I was just like, you know what? I wanted it to kind of be like, you're fucked up in Vegas, you know, but it also takes jabs at like materialism and mm-hmm. just kind of like that, that aspect of like impending death, you know, like how it can, can drive us to like consume, consume, consume. Like mm-hmm. you only live once mentality, but how that could also be a negative impact as well. It's one of the Capitalism works, man, because it yeah, fucking gets in your head. Yeah. It, it kind of works. Die soon. It Give ruins your, your mental health, <laughs> but yeah. you make money. So yeah, that's fair. It's like you only live once, so you live extremely recklessly and put your life in danger and maybe others too. Just you know because it's. It's your only one shot on the earth, so yeah, it kind of takes it and then puts it into a bad light as well. But the inspiration is Hunter S. Thompson mm-hmm. and then Scorcher's climate change and Listen towards to uh, Thompson. people that deny, you know, and just like, well, when the fucking, flat earthers, when the world's on you. fire, you're going to, you know, you're going to wonder, well, what have we done? Where, where do we go wrong? It's like, we've been doing it, man. We should have watched Fern Gully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fucking, or at least Four. Avatar. Yeah. Well, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did you just hiss? All I heard is just like. <laughs> it's kind of like slipped out of me too. I was like. For the past couple episodes, I've had to cut out shit on your mic that I don't know what's happening. No, <laughs> Not keep words. It. Keep it. It's just like a weird like. <sighs> <laughs> it's her admitting this conversation. I didn't. I didn't take my meds today, so like, like you guys are all talking and I'm paying attention, but my mind's also thinking about like food and then like music and like what I should be writing right now and piano Same. stuff. Like my brain Tell is me. all over here. How did he not I feel like that? I say yeah. That's at all times. That's at all times. So yeah. yeah. I just wanted to take a break from like like the Adderall for you know a couple days see i just got diagnosed Mm -hmm. um with adhd and i haven't talked to my doctor about meds yet Mm -hmm. i don't know if i want to i get you can get low dose stuff yeah Yeah. low dose stuff that's not gonna make you all fucking tweaky yeah well see i've taken adderall before from you know various friends back in the day and Mm -hmm. while everybody else is like you know i was like Focus, like people it, with ADHD. That's mm-hmm. what it does. It was like a hyper focus. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it was just like, like I could get my words together correctly. Because yep. mm-hmm. half time I'm talking to you guys, I'm it's just how I am. I stutter <laughs> over every fucking word, yeah. say the wrong words. Like it's, it's amazing. I can even fucking write. Your you mouth know? can't keep up with how fast. That's why I've Welcome been told facts. that uh, people with ADHD often have sloppy handwriting because their hand can't Chicken move scratch. as fast as their mm-hmm. brain is going. Yeah, they just like, so that's the excuse I use all the time. Like, why is your handwriting so Because <laughs> yeah. I'm so smart, okay? I actually have nice handwriting. got really fast shots. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know what your deal is, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get diagnosed until I was 25 with like severe ADHD. Really? Second so, grade, baby. Yeah. Got in early. They tried. So, lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Been on that shit for like 15 years. I think that's why I'm short. At least oh. that's what it I like It does cause like... <laughs> Delay in growth. Oh, yeah, damn it. Growth for it sure. all makes really? sense. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. That's At least when I'm you're young. I'm done, so. And that's what's cool, too. If you start getting on medication, yeah. like your brain's already full. Like, how old are you? 23. 23. So your mm-hmm. brain's almost co- like completely yeah. developed at this point. And mm-hmm. that's why I always recommend if you're going to get into medication as an older age, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's a lot better to work around that than doing it as a child because yep. you're spending, still developing. Spending mm-hmm. all of your adolescence not knowing what real feelings are because the only chemicals <laughs> in your brain are pharmaceutical ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a 
Fun time. Don't medicate your children. Well, I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to paramedic school, so oh shit, I kind of need to be able to focus. Yeah, it's important. You gotta, <laughs> and even it's yeah, a, you want to keep people alive. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that dog. Yeah. Right. Oh but, shit. Like Adderall's <laughs> been proven in many many studies yeah. to even people who are not on the spectrum. It's been proven to assist in memory development. It's been proven to help students focus better in school, even off of the spectrum. Okay. So like even if you were able to get it from your practitioner. Mm-hmm absolutely take advantage of it and like he said you don't have to have a high dose no. yeah my fear is always with medication because like they would say go can you go check for this could do this and it's like but i don't want to be a zombie i don't want to like go through like the trial and error of medication unfortunately yeah, that's that's, that's the name of the game because for mm-hmm. like treating for anxiety i went to counseling when i was about 15 16 years old and they put me on fucking Paxil, you know, which everybody heard the whole, Paxil. everybody's heard the horror stories of Paxil and I didn't like the way it m- made me feel. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of just kept on going. Now I'm kind of weird about medications in general. Mm-hmm. I barely even like taking fucking cough medicine anymore. Like, like a kangaroo t- tripping on Dextro. <laughs> Shout out to our <laughs> Halloween episode. Mm. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. It's been real. Thanks for coming all the way down fun. here. Hell yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, up here. Up, 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 down, <laughs> square, we... square, B, you know, words, 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 words or hisses, hisses, <laughs> Lexus, random onomatopoeias. Yeah. <laughs> where can we find and follow you yeah, guys? Yeah, where can we plug you? Facebook, Instagram. You can find us at, at Indomitable Snowman on Instagram. Oh, really? That's we so got a cool. side up now, too. We can oh. talk about that. We can talk about that. Yeah, and our store now is indomitable ban at some something <laughs> well okay if you know it you say it <laughs> <laughs> he's like don't make me work harder <laughs> I'm trying to remember off the top of my head but that's where you can get our CD if you don't feel like getting it picked up and yeah. I also have several copies indomitable ban dot square dot site that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sick. That's why exactly. he was mad. <laughs> I didn't know if I was right. I was so unsure. He was guessing. We're gonna have to make him feel better in the car on the way home. He's yeah. like, you, you made me work. Oh, they already talked about that. We already talked about that. You can find us on our Facebook and Instagram page, the Team Junkies Podcast. Our Twitter is Team Junkies Pod. My personal Instagram is Pulp and my Twitter is Make Dameron Sure. Oh, excuse me. I was thinking about that show Lex was talking about. It was making me tired. Um, <laughs> the run show? No, no, the the Irish one. The Scottish, Scottish one, the, the monarch. Scottish, Irish, monarch who cares? Yikes. Um, what have you guys been listening to? I'm listening, listening to everything Mike Patton. Mike Patton. Yeah, yeah. I just got into Brickhaven. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And then thank you, scientists. Thank you, scientist. Mm-hmm. I think you're I know that name. We're not They're just like ignoring fun. you as you're talking. We're, we're pulling up fine. our playlists on our <laughs> phones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got that. I ignore me too. So. You say ignore me too. What have you been listening to, Nick? Oh, um, actually, uh, just two thousands hits. Just found this playlist. Just it's nice, but also makes me feel old because like no. No one by Alicia Keys can't be from 2007. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Alicia Keys. I know. Um, Omens, which is uh, 303's third album. Mm-hmm. Fuck Cherry. <laughs> Sweet. 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 Yeah, Sweet. You know, Sweet. Ballroom Blitz and whatnot. 
303. Sorry, I said that. Um, Say 303. Yeah, I've always did. <laughs> uh, oh, there was one more. <laughs> Oh, Queens of the Stone Age. Nice. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. Cool. And that's, that's a great way to stay in shape. That's a great way to stay in shape. I've been listening to, uh, I don't know why, but the final episode by Asking Alexandria, just like over and over. No. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not, dude. It's, Man, it's, you are on a hot streak of bad things on this episode. No. But it was just like that one song for some reason just like hit me the right way. I was like... This is really old, but the so only asking Alexandria song I ever gave a shit about is off that same album. It's mm-hmm. it was that Candlelight Dinner in Amorta or some shit like that. I didn't really get all into day. the it's that mainly because of the yeah. intro vocals that yeah. he does. He did, goes in real fast, and that's the only song mm-hmm. I ever gave a shit about back in the I guess scene kid days. Mm-hmm. Was never an asking Alexandria but fan. I was not a fan. I could yeah. never. Say I didn't really get into them that. until they were older. But I like I Save knew that they're song. good live. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're live at a couple of shows. I yeah. I just happened to be there and I watched be there for another band. They're playing. Past and they their good. stage. They put on a good show. Duke and Sing kind of don't give a shit. Yeah, I didn't get into them until I was older. But that song I knew from like back in the day, and I was like, hmm. But. Um, I was listening to them, Sam Lynch, uh, Bulo, which is like a, I don't even really know who she's, or where she's from, but her name is spelled B-U and then like the two dots over the U. Mm, I like w. the Blue Oyster Cult. The, yeah. Yeah. Their new album's pretty sick. Have you listened to it? Blue Oyster Cult? Yeah. No. <laughs> Fucking sick, I didn't even know dude. they put out a new album. Yeah. That's like I, didn't know, I didn't know they were still doing <laughs> yeah. shit, but apparently they are and the new album's got... Yeah, it's apparently nice. Kansas put out a new album too. What? what? The fuck? Are you yeah, serious? I think that's some. We had a guest on here yeah. that told us that, and I said, huh. "It was recent." What too. was it? Hourglass? Might have been. I think it was. I was like, Kansas, like Dust in the Wind, Kansas put out a new album. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. All right. Cool. That's all you got. Um. So, I. Finally, like, actually sat down and listened to the new System of Down songs. Like, mm-hmm. I peeped them when they came out, and I just wasn't feeling it. But oh. yesterday, I sat down and listened to them. Protect the Land is fucking boring, and it sounds super forced. Protect the Land. Yeah. <laughs> but Genocidal Humanoids, I really liked. That yeah, had a very, like, strong old system sound to it. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. Um, I've been listening to a lot of John 5 lately. Um, Divine Heresy. Divine okay. Heresy, yeah. sick. And then I listened to the new single by uh, A Day to Remember. Oh. I haven't caught up with them. <sighs> Sorry, Which man. One? Brick Wall. <laughs> hmm? Brick Wall. I tell you what, this if this album is anything like the singles they've been dropping, I am not interested. Gone to what? What, what you've been listening to? Yeah. Oh, you have got okay. Sorry. <laughs> wow, Nick, just don't even you pay, pay attention. attention. What? Maybe that was around the time. You... <laughs> huh? I don't know. My bad. He said, I don't know. <laughs> you tired from waiting for your tires to get changed? No, I'm just kind of like I just kept looking at my phone. Like, oh, I gotta leave in seven minutes. I I, I kind of <laughs> lost track for a second. Mm. Oh, you gotta go to work. Yeah. Gotta get another tire changed. <laughs> <laughs> My car only has three. I said, I'll, it'll have to do. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Just put one in the center of the back. <laughs> <laughs> like a wheelbarrow. 
I want that to be a Family Guy episode now. <laughs> I don't have time for to replace all four. Split two in the front and one in the back. All right. Well, what's that? Is there uh, what song would you like us to close out with today? Ooh, fuck! Well, I everybody's heard "Flanges" a million EP. times mm-hmm. and "Scorcher." So let's go with "Panic Vision." Yeah, let's go with "Panic Vision." We'll end up right on a Panic sad vision. note. I like that. <laughs> sad, heavy, dedicated to your shitty ex. <laughs> That's what I did. Okay, I didn't remember it was a sad song. That's my bad. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> like, it's, making it's fun a of sad, you. angry song. <laughs> It's like when your wife cheats on you, yeah. or your husband yeah. cheats on or your you. Husband. It can it's be either a toxic or. Relationship. It's what, yeah, it's okay. okay, there we go. <laughs> all those emotions and that, mm-hmm. you know, that are going through your head and just being the fuck over it and getting the fuck out of there. Well, guys, thanks again. It's been a pleasure. Been a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> uh, enjoy Panic Vision by Indomitable. This has been a Tune Junkies podcast. My name's Nick. My name's Chris. And I'm Lex. You mean library? <laughs> 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 oh.